morning, good morning, everyone. Good to see a few of you guys jumping on right now. Fabulous Friday. I hope you're all well, wherever you are. Friday, the 24th of September. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat team, gang. Good to see you guys there. Isham, Dean, Alison, Lena, Margaret, James. Great to see you guys, as always, here in the morning. Nice to hang out. Sean, good to see you, mate. A few people jumping on now, which is great. Fantastic, fabulous Friday. Yeah, hope you're all well. Listen, quick intros before we get cracking on the day. If you're new, Jason Witten's my name. Give us a shout out in the chat. Tell us where you're from. If you've joined our coaching and mentoring program recently and you're hanging around getting to know us, uh, welcome. Thanks for joining. Fabulous to have you here. Give us a shout out in the chat. Uh, tonight, team, we're going to hang out and do Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. little reminder there up front. So uh, those who uh, who haven't been before, Andy Fenton and myself uh, doing the do uh, each, each Friday, talking about the property market, talk about the finance and share market. And Isham from Morocco, mate, awesome to have you here, mate flying all the way into uh, Australia for a live session. Fantastic to hang out. So glad and happy you could join us. Thanks for joining, mate. So today, team, uh, I wanted to have a little talk about the idea, the idea of uh, flipping houses. And uh, I hear this a lot. I'm certainly not a fan of trading property. I don't do buy and sell renovators. Uh, I did it once or twice in the past and certainly wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, and I do know there's, you know, quite a, a focus or an interest on flipping and renovating because of these, uh, you know, television shows, lots of uh, uh, the block and and what was the other one? I can't remember the other one. Um, and a mental blank now, you know, the block renovating shows, whatever it is, gets a little bit of air time and people get a bit excited about it. And the idea of making some quick money, making some cash and, oh, you know, I'm pretty good on a paintbrush or I'm pretty good on a hammer or, you know, this would be this sounds like fun. <laughs> people eat their words when they say that. This sounds like fun. Let's do this together. Um, well, uh, let's go through this today and have a little bit of a, a bit of a chat about why it's a little bit more why it's not as easy as it might seem the idea to buy a renovator and add some value and sell it on for a profit um, is a little bit uh, challenging yeah the lifestyle channel in the USA yeah Sean yeah the USA is a different beast a different marketplace to Australia teams so you know let's uh, let's have a little uh, let's have a little uh, look at why. Uh, I don't recommend to 99% of people to flip any properties because in Australia, certainly different to the US um, and different to places like New Zealand as well. New Zealand can have some, you know, there's some advantages or benefits there. Uh, in comparison to Australia, there's some challenges as we go. So quick shout out. Good morning, Bob. Good to see you. Ben, morning, mate. How are you? Allison jumping in there, Chris, Tori, oh, Tony, sorry, I need my glasses on. <laughs> Let me put my glasses on, make sure I can see. Yes, there we go, Tony. 
Good to see all of you guys. So why don't I flip properties? Well, team, you know, if we're thinking about the market right now, and if we have a look at what's going on out there in the Australian property market right now, we've got a bit of a boom on. If Unless you've been living under a rock, many places are receiving some growth. And there's a few reasons why. We've talked about these multiple reasons why. But uh, uh, right now, hey, there's Fiona. Hello, Fiona. Good to see you, mate. Um, right now, we have in the marketplace, we have a few things uh, fueling the property market, which is which is quite quite exciting for us all if we're getting a bit of a run. We have uh, interest rates. They're the lowest um, we have ever seen, ever. Uh, and that's kind of good. It's nice when there's cheap money floating around, isn't it? You think, all right, that's good. Let's do this. Um, what else is fueling this marketplace? Well, supply, supply to the market is down. And if you look here on this little chart, um, that's the existing property listings, the existing property listings. Now, I, now I'm not going to talk about the development supply, the new supply, which has also been absolutely pummeled because of uh, intervention messing with by the likes of APRA and, and stupid governments. But anyway, um, we won't get into uh, that today. We'll get into that tonight on a, on a glass of wine. Join me tonight, um, uh, Fenton and I, um, uh, get into that. Hey, Troy, good to see you from Perth, mate, all the way from Perth. Hey, I met my wife in Perth. I, uh, I spent a bit of time in Perth, spent a few years there. Uh, I was in the Air Force when I left, left school. Yeah, it was, it was about 19 when I was 19. I was in the Air Force out there at Bullsbrook. Anyway, I digress. So supply is down. We are at the lowest existing supply um, since 2010. Um, unfortunately, there's something mucking around with my little iPad today, and the uh, the quality of this is looking a bit grainy, but I might zoom in for you guys. That, that might make it a little bit better, but check this out. 2010, which was... The after effects of the GFC team, the after effects of the GFC, GFC landed to late 2008, imploded the marketplace in 2009, 2010, and then we had a nice little run. We, 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 we did some great deal-making uh, back then, but check this out right now. We are um, at a low point over here. If you can see, we're at a low point um, in, our, uh, in our listings around the country. So uh, when you are looking to flip a property, you're looking to renovate a property, you're buying a secondhand property. Now, I'm not a big fan of secondhand properties for all sorts of reasons, uh, for depreciation, rentability, uh, et cetera, et cetera, unless you're buying it for your own home as an investment. Sometimes they carry a little bit more challenges uh, than uh, others. But the number one issue for me when it comes to the um, uh, the second-hand property market, especially in a boom, is that you are competing with someone who doesn't care about a return or a price. Team, if you're out there looking at a second-hand property now, who are you competing with? Tell me in the chat right now. Put it in the chat right now. Who are we competing with? If you want to go buy a renovator or a second-hand property right now, who are you competing with out there in the marketplace? Tell me just quickly while I have a little sip of my coffee. And um, 
who's your competition for secondhand real estate? Chuck that one in the chat for me. Who's got the answer? There's two. Uh, well, there's two sort of styles of people. Boom. Belinda, you're, you're competing against first home buyers. Uh, Tom, Dick and Harry. Yeah, <laughs> every man and their dog. Exactly, Aaron. Right? First home buyers and you're competing with uh, the owner occupiers uh, not necessarily first-time buyers. They're, 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 they're purchasing, you know, the principal place of residence. All right, and tell me, team, tell me right now, uh, are these buyers budget conscious? Well, they have a budget, but do they stick with it? Usually not. They go to an auction, they overpay, they compete with each other, they scramble over the top of the, each other, and that second-hand market can turn into a, like, a, like an insane frenzy. An insane frenzy. So if you're trying to buy a secondhand property to renovate, you're going to be competing with these uh, these unsophisticated, not yeah, they get totally emotional. You're dead right, Alison. Uh, not that worried about the numbers. They just want to buy the property. And fair enough, I'm not saying it's a negative or it's a an issue. You know, we've all been there, we've all fell in love with the property and I want to live here and so on. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not, that's not the point. But the point is you're competing with someone who's going to pay more. You're going to have to try and buy more. So at the moment, we have a challenge. We've got a, we've got a high competition market who will pay more dollars than you, okay? Um, and that's going to be a challenge. But let's go, through, let's go through some nuts and bolts. Let's go through some numbers if you're going to do a renovator and a flip on a house. Now, let's just say the regular the regular. Uh, investor right now. Uh, I don't consider in flipping houses investment, team. I consider it a business. Investing for me is buying to own forever. Buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. We've got a saying around here, um, Sam and a few people who are new, Troy. Um, this is our catch cry, team, gang. Uh, property investors buy properties to own forever. That's the point. That's the point. At some point, those properties the rents from those properties will will pay your uh, pay your everyday income. That's that's what we want them for. All right, it's like you don't buy the property to then buy and sell, buy and sell. There's inefficiency. So let's go through that. So let's just have a look at this. Let's have a a, a quick sticky peek, right? Let's say you have a property, and I'm just going to say you want to buy a, a house and renovate it, and call it anywhere on the east coast at the moment. If you go kind of, if you faff around, Queensland might be a smidgen cheaper. Other places um, might be, um, <laughs> that's probably the best way to be a renovator, Alison. Yeah, yeah, a virtual one. Yeah, someone else's renovations. But let's say we've got a 700K budget, okay? Let's let's just say that. Let's, let's talk that through. And let's say, you know, if, uh, if you could get the lending at 90%, you would need to put into that property um, around about $110,000. to That's your deposit. Okay, deposit. There we go. $110,000 on that deposit. Now, what else, team? Morning. Morning, my love. There you are. What else on the way in we would need to, um, would there be costs? And uh, I've included them in my, uh, I've included them in my cash here. But what, what, 
what expenses do we pay on the way in to buy this property? Well, there's one big expense, team, and you guys should know this one. And then on an existing property, it is. What's what's that big expense? Stamp duty. Now, if you jump on right now as an investor and you look across the three different states right now on the East Coast and um, plenty of other places, but the, the stamp duty and the cost ranges. Yep, that's it, Fiona. You're on it. Chris, right, you're right. Look, it, it ranges from 26000 to $36,000. Right, so this is the in cost, all right? So the in cost. So already on top of what you paid and probably paid more than you should for a renovator in these times, you are now putting uh, a, a chunk on top. So you're into this thing, you know, for 700 let's call it 730 okay? You haven't even made a profit. You haven't even put any money in. So let's say you want to do a decent renovation because what uplift do you want to get out of a $700,000 property? Tell me, team, what type of dollar uplift would you like to get out of that $700K? Um, I'll, I'll quickly jump to, the, jump to the answer here for you guys. So you want to get at least 100000 up, 100000 up. I'm telling you right now, hundred grand up. And to get a hundred thousand dollars up, you reckon you'll spend ten grand? You reckon you spend twenty grand to get a hundred thousand dollars up? No. Like renovating right now, check this out: surging home prices and and a steep rise in renovation costs have made house flipping less profitable, according to the Financial Review. Less profitable, you're not making money. I'm telling you, okay? Because let's have a little look at this. Let's say you wanted to put, you wanted to get a hundred k up and try and make fifty k. You got to put a good chunk of dosh in there. All right. Let's just say this. Let's let's say, um, let's say you could you could get away with it and you could get in there for forty k, add some value of some description, you know, some bathrooms and some kitchens and stuff like that, and try and get a hundred k uplift. Which is this is your in cost, right? That's your in. Now, let's say you did your reno and now you want to sell it for 800 And you're thinking, oh, yeah, we'll make a profit. Well, <clears throat> let's have a look at the numbers. You've got to gain back, let's say, 30K in stamps. You've got to cover your cost of 40K, okay, of your in cost to sell this property. How much does it cost, team? What's the percentage of an agent to sell your property? It's usually 2 to 3%. That's usually the marketplace, depending on where you are. So let's just use 2% for round figures. Okay, so that's kind of, you know, 16K minimum or, or maybe even more, 20K uh, as you go. So, you know, let's add let's add this stuff up. You know, you're looking at $70,000, um, uh, $86,000. In expenses, right? And you and you and you've only got a hundred thousand dollar gap here. Now we didn't even add in. We didn't even add in interest for holding that. How long is it going to take you to renovate that property? Two months? Three months? <clears throat> let's say you've got a seven hundred thousand dollar loan on that. Yep. Let's say that that's call it three grand a month. So that's another nine thousand dollars in interest. Okay, for for selling that property. Empty. Uh, maybe 
you have to stage it with some furniture. Call it another 5K for staging. All right, so let's say, let's just say that uh, you wanted to sell it quick and the agent said, yeah, mate, you'd get 800, but you actually get 790 on the day because you need to get rid of it. You're going to do it at auction. Um, Team, there's not a lot of margin in here. And let's just say, let's just say you made a profit. Let's just say you made 20K on, on, on the profit. The whole thing was done and dusted. What else do you got to pay when you make a little profit, team? What is it? Tax. And especially with flipping, capital gains tax, CGT, CGT. Hey. Capital gains tax? What's the capital gains tax calculation? Well, you pay tax on 50% of it, and then that 50% goes is applied to your PAYG, PAYG tax rate, okay? So let's just say you've now got $5,000 in, in tax. Now, that's if it goes perfectly. That's if it goes perfectly and swimmingly, but it, would, it wouldn't take much to a little fart one way or the other. The marketplace... Uh, the renovation costs pop up. Uh, it takes four months to do the reno, not three months, et cetera, et cetera. And then your profits are gone. Okay. Plus your economic opportunity for working yourself. Exactly, Alison. <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, um, as as you've gone, yep. And Chris is saying, you know, if you purchased, if you're only making that, you purchased the wrong property. And at the end of the day, team, for me and for most um, of the people I've sat across the table on, if you're looking for property investment, something that is far simple and hands-off, then the idea uh, for you to get into flipping and trading property, I'm a big, it's a big no from me. It's a no from me. Uh, because most, most people don't have the time or the capital to get this right. And at the end of the day, to be honest, to be honest, I've sat down with over 6,000 people personally, one-on-one across the table, and I've only met a few, and I'm not kidding, less than five who've actually made this work and they make it work because they turn it into a full-time business. Can it work? Yes, 100% it can work, but it's a business. It actually ends up as a development business and you get serious and you systemize it and you smash it out. It's not for the person who wants to build a part-time portfolio or a passive income portfolio. That's where I sit. Um, in this space, sitting down with so many people, it's not for the majority of uh, people who want to get into property. Uh, certainly uh, can work if you want it to be your full-time gig. So there you go, team. That's why I don't flip properties. And to be honest, let's face it, we're not here to flip properties. We're not in this gig here. We're talking about buying properties to own forever. You and me, we want Great properties we own forever to turn into passive income 
that can continuously, reliably pay the rent and pay us a wage, salary, income, passive income into the future. That's the um, that's the way. Can adding value to your properties uh, help significantly? Absolutely. If you buy a secondhand property and add twenty grand's worth of uplift for increasing the rent, and you're going to own it, I love that. I'm a big fan of that one. But to buy and sell and trade. It's not for the faint-hearted, that's for sure. Uh, Bob, could we ever upgrade, ever grade crash in uh, in Australia? Uh, maybe there was a typo there, Bob. Maybe retype that one. Renner, your PPR. Yeah, absolutely, Alison. I love the idea of if you've got a home, um, it is the foundation. It is the like the the bedrock of your wealth. That your personal place of residence, capital gains tax-free, add value to it so it grows in value so you can use the equity to build your portfolio. Big fan of that one. Big fan of that one um, as as we go. So there you go, team. Uh, wealth Coffee Chat done. Bob, if you want, um, I'm not quite sure what you said. Could we could we have a Evergrade crash in Australia? Maybe there was a typo there, Bob. Um, not quite sure. Maybe retype it if you want me to quickly answer it. But team, hey, join me tonight. Andy Fenton and I uh, will be uh, doing the Wealth Wine of Wisdom tonight. We'll be chatting about a few things. There's a little bit of squawking going on in the marketplace. Uh, the banks, the lenders, talking about uh, you know tuning uh, down, tuning, uh, tightening the lending criteria. I think it's a bunch of rubbish. I think they're just playing uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, cheeky buggers they're talking the talk but listen let me tell you folks they will be um, um, they will be getting in to the market and going for it um, oh evergrand um, yeah listen hey uh, Bob I don't know if you're around in the GFC I was and uh, it was a bloody interesting time. And yeah, mate, we had some absolute massive collapses in the development marketplace. Um, um, and um, hey, listen, don't be afraid of that stuff, team. It it doesn't uh, go back. I mean, I, I'll here's what I'll do. Uh, I'll uh, I'll do a little lesson on the um, the GFC and what came of it. And it was, you know, for the when you keep your head about you. Right when you know you, this is just cycles, everyone. It's just a cycle. There's things that happen. If you are structured well and structured properly, when the markets do their thing, you're you're just ebbing and flowing with the market, and, and opportunities come in in all shapes and sizes, team. In all shapes and sizes, um, as we roll. So, um, I'll do a little bit of a uh, an opportunity knocks when it comes to that stuff as you go. So. Um, yeah, uh, Bob. Good question. Good question. Uh, I'll, I'll circle around on that one for everyone. Uh, that might be that might be a good catch up and a chat because we crushed it. We crushed it um, after the GFC when it came to discount deals and stuff like that. It was just absolutely mind boggling amazing um, as we go. So uh, there you go. Yeah, Allison. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it'd be really interesting to see how people entered that market because. Uh, I do know a lot of people who entered the market at like a peak and, 
you know, at that point in time, the interest rates were high too, like in comparison to today, right? So, um, you know, the um, then you sort of think, oh shit, is this is this how it's going to be? And you give up, and, and and absolutely good on you to sort of keep moving forward and getting it right for yourself um, as you roll through. So, yeah, we can always learn some lessons from other challenging times um, and keep moving forward. So, there you go. All right, team. It's past eight thirty. I know everyone's got to get to work and do whatever they've got to do on a Friday. Friday. So join me tonight. Love to see you guys on Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. If you've got time, let's hang out and chew the fat. Until then, you guys take care. Stay well. Bye for now.